Welcome back. Welcome back to Ma'am. To episode two of Ma'am, a new podcast. <laughs> yeah, I think we should go with Ma'am, a new podcast. And then it will be 365 days later and this will be an old podcast. And <laughs> then I'll transition. So yeah, well, welcome back everyone. We'd like to thank everyone who listened to our first episode. Yeah, special shout out to that one person in Ireland who somehow <laughs> listened to our podcast. If you're listening, thank you. Yeah. Reach out. We want we want to hear from you. Um, I looked at those analytics and I was like, that can't be right. <laughs> but you know what? I don't want to deny your existence, Irish person. I also so. don't know anyone in Ireland. No. Well, no, I, I know people that have moved there, but I don't know a, a fundamentally Irish person, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah, I don't either. Mm-hmm. So, that, so that's something. But yeah, tell us where you are in the world. We'd love to hear it. Um... Yes, we thought we'd just start this episode by tying up some loose ends from last time. If yeah. If I might use that language directly. <laughs> I told Natalie, we should tie up some loose ends, and she wrote that specifically on the outline. So, here we go. Um, last time we talked about a lot. We were kind of all over the place, but we were just dipping our toe in the water. It was 45 minutes of a lot. Um, but, you know, we, we heard from, from our fans. <laughs> Our fans and our friends. Our fans and friends told us they're confused about how we are friends. Yeah, which was interesting. I mm-hmm. think I was kind of anticipating it mm-hmm. because a lot of people who know me don't know you and a lot of people who know you don't know me right. and we're right. very different. And I think we highlighted those differences pretty <laughs> drastically. Yeah. Uh, yeah, multiple people told me that they were confused. I think though, I think what counts is that we're not... I mean, we have different approaches to life and extremely different tastes, I would say. Yeah. And preferences for day-to-day living, but it's not as though we are, like, fundamentally opposed in ways that matter. Yes. In terms of, like, life values. Like, you can oh, listen... Oh, yeah, we have similar moral codes. Yeah, you can listen to a musical, and I think that's abhorrent, but... <laughs> doesn't mean I disagree with your moral philosophy. I was listening to some musicals uh, this morning. It was a lovely time. God, why? <laughs> um, oh, the other thing that we should talk about is, did you finish the book? I did finish Midnight Sun. So, um, What did you think? Now, I, I have to start by saying I've been a loyal Twilight Saga fan yeah. for the past decade or so of my life. I really do think I started reading them when I was 11 or 12. Mm. Um. I I have to say that I am now aware of the problems, A, with Stephanie Meyer's writing okay. that I don't think I was aware of at age 13. Um, a lot of the same verbiage is repeated a lot. Oh. He chuckled. She flitted to his side. Flitted? Flitted. That's a bird motion. I know. <laughs> it's not something that humans do. Um, so there was that. But I think the more fundamental problem I picked up was that Events that occurred in Midnight Sun yeah. occurred in different times and places and in different chronological orders than they did <laughs> in the Twilight books and movies. And maybe my memory doesn't serve me correct. Like, I could be forgetting how something was in the books. But yeah. that iconic scene that I was telling you about where Belle and Edward are in the forest and Bella's like, I know what you are, yeah. a vampire. Like, this happened in Edward's car on the way home from a dinner date in this book and I'm like Stephanie doesn't sound as dramatic or exciting (laughs) I'm like Stephanie all you had to do was read your own book you know (laughs) do your homework (laughs) and and the homework is something that you have written 
And if you didn't want that, her cliff her cliff notes is the movie. Yeah. So she could have just watched the movie. Now I recommend all the all the fans read it. Yeah, you still recommend it. I still recommend it, but I think you have to go in knowing that this story is not going to line up with the one that you know. And you're going to maybe read this now for your book club. Yeah, my book club is reading it. I contemplated reading it. I don't know if that's going to I told you not to. (laughs) Yeah, you did. And that really is what sold it for me was I was like, oh, well, it could be a fun little experiment to try to read (laughs) this book having read none of the other books. But then I realized how long that this how long this book is? It's like 650 pages. That's a lot of pages. Mm-hmm. And I just decided that I wasn't going to do that to myself. So I'm going to not. Yeah. My other piece of advice. Yeah. Each page is just Edward saying, I'm in love with Bella. I'm in biology class and I love her. I'm in the forest and I love her. She's so beautiful and amazing. And it's that for 650 pages. So if you don't have the stomach for it, Maybe. like you got to get out of there. But yeah, I think that's that's all we had for our loose ends portion. <laughs> <laughs> loose ends, check. Maybe we should explain what we're going to do moving forward since episode one was just kind of everything in the kitchen sink. <laughs> yeah. We realized that we called this podcast ma'am and mm-hmm. we didn't explain to anyone what that means. Ma'am, exclamation point. Ma'am. Stylistically, please refer to it as such. (laughs) Is an exclamation that is sort of an inside joke, but Mm -hmm. also we widely say to people who wouldn't understand it as well. Mm -hmm. I don't really know when we started saying this. I think it would be when I was telling you about sticky situations I found myself in. Yeah. Or that you thought I I was in as a product of my own behavior. And you would say, (laughs) ma'am... Kind of rub your temples. Like, I don't remember when we specifically started doing this, oh, but surely some me, point in high school. Yeah. And it was just kind of like a, a exclamation, funny, a funny little joke. Excuse me, what? Why? Kind of, yeah, <laughs> ma'am means so many things. You just have a guttural reaction when you know <laughs> that you've heard some nonsense and you need to say, ma'am, ma'am. <laughs> and sometimes it's not your fault. Sometimes it's just a, a situation that you're in. Yeah. And you don't always say it out mm-hmm. loud. Sometimes you just think, ma'am. But this happens in, in every part of life, right? Like, yeah. you've got a ma'am moment in school. You've got it with your family. You've got it in literally every part of and your life. And it's not always bad. It's not always bad. It can be a funny thing that you reflect on. But yeah. it's kind of just like the antics that happen in day-to-day life that you've mm-hmm. got to share. I mean, sometimes even you hear some good news and it's mm-hmm. really impressive. Like, oh my gosh, I just got this internship. Ma'am! So that's, I think, what we wanted the heart of this to be was... The situations, as we put in the description, yeah, that make us say ma'am. We hope it catches on. We thought, because remember, we're growing. We've had growth since episode one. Yeah. We've heard the feedback. The so... feedback was, it was fun, but what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Our thought was we can try and kind of split it up by big themes in your life that make you say ma'am for different episodes. Mm-hmm. So, of course, if anyone's got a recommendation for a situation or... Something in life that they'd like to hear us talk about. Us talk about. Experiences we've had or something like that. Well, good news for you. (laughs) (laughs) We now have an opportunity for you to talk back to us. Be a part of the conversation. If you're like me and you hate Mm -hmm. listening to a podcast because you don't get to have your words heard, now you do. Because we have an Instagram. That Abby made. I did make it. 
that I did not participate in making, which is at... At ma'am podcast. No exclamation point, right? Nope, you can't have punctuation marks in okay. an at. So at M-A-A-M podcast mm-hmm. on Instagram, follow us. You can message us. And we'll have some polls, polls and such. Mm-hmm. Ask for some questions, various things. And I, I think that's kind of a, a beautiful thing about a podcast in a way. One of my favorite ones is Dear Sugars, oh, led um, by Cheryl Strait and Steve Almond. Oh. Um, this is more of an advice podcast, but something that they do that I really like is, you know, they'll read a letter from someone, give advice, and then the audience responds to it, and they'll sometimes do another episode where they talk about the audience response, bring in their stories and perspectives. So so we can be tying up loose ends every dang episode. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to call it tying up loose ends each time too, so they know where we're at. But I think that is kind of the beauty of it, is if you can involve other people mm-hmm. in the conversation, we would love to do that. I mean, we want to make ma'am a community conversation. It is. Wow, that sounded really like <laughs> fluffy PR. That was your business buzzword. That was my business buzzword of the week. This is a community conversation. A really funny bit that Abby does that's probably my favorite bit is she went to a, a business oriented university. Yes, I did. Where a lot of business lingo, those fake words that you hear that describe companies and organizations with missions. Yes. You want to give us a little bit of a taste for the bit? I mean, when I try to describe maybe like the concept, which is fake, of consulting, what's really important is that you set a lot of objectives and then come together as a team to support clients (laughs) in achieving their goals and maximizing their potential through efficiency and productivity aims. So what you really want to get down to is setting those team goals and then Mm -hmm. working as a unit with your whole I'm, I'm losing the thread but basically you just need to talk about those buzzwords and then if right. you actually try to understand what someone's job you, is you it's can't. nonsense because mm-hmm. it's only various collections of kpis key performance, key performance in- indicators, indicators. <laughs> sorry i wasn't sure if you were initiating yeah. um so yeah you're tracking your kpis and mm-hmm. you're maximizing potential right. you are streamlining systems working <laughs> on um organizing those processes so that you can have organization success and how you you know measure organizational success <laughs> is different to everybody but that's right. what a consultant <clears throat> is there to do for you i have a very good friend a consultant. Hi, Chris, if you're listening, you're probably not. Um, oh, so. I'm sure plenty of my friends would consider themselves consultants or <laughs> aspire to be consultants. It's just nonsense. It, yeah, but that's that's a really funny thing that Abby does. I'm not sure how, we, how I got to that. Where did we that. get to that? I don't know how. We um, were talking about Instagram. So Instagram. contact us on Instagram. Yeah. We'd love to hear from you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what's happening now because we've talked Mm -hmm. about last week a lot yeah what's up with you not a lot's up with me so I'm sure you have a lot of exciting things to say well I I've had a bit of a of a past two weeks since we've recorded Mm -hmm. so my sister is an incoming freshman at a university based in the south of the United States so we we being my mother and I we drove her down to school it was a 10-hour drive I found it horrific in nature (laughs) I get carsick easily um, I love a road trip. It, it's one of my worst nightmares. 
I would say. I also have to add that my mother did this entire 10 hour drive by herself. There was no like talking in the car. I wasn't speaking because I was listening to Where the Crawdads Sing on okay. audiobook. I tried, I started reading that book. I yeah. abandoned it, but. My sister, Gabby, if you're listening, hey girl, was not talking. She was watching TV. My mother had nothing playing. No music, no phone calls, no nothing. This woman sat out in the car and drove for 10 hours straight. Personally, I, mean, it, I couldn't do it. I mean, it's a little terrifying, but it's also so impressive. Yes, she's got a very focused mind. So I, that was something I just had to say. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, so we move her into school. The university was quite good about it. Like That's good. Even though I think all American colleges will be shutting down in the next three weeks. Oh, yeah. If they make it past mid-September, props. I'll be shocked. <laughs> um, not props. They <laughs> should true. not they, even be opening they, in the first place. They, they should be closed. I do not endorse the opening of universities right now. But they, you know, they had different times that you had to move in. every, So there were no big crowds. Everyone had to wear a mask, yada, yada. That part was pretty safe. I think I'd forgotten just how nerve-wracking being a freshman out of school is. Yeah. Like, I could feel the stress coming mm-hmm. out of these children's pores. Yeah. Um, which I don't fault them for. Like, it's intimidating. You're in a new place. You have to make new friends. You don't know anybody. And now that I think about, you know, going to graduate school one day, I'm like, wow, I'm going to have to do this again. And yeah, but it'll be kind <clears throat> of different. It'll be kind of different. But so we move her in, and now now we're back. Everything's all good. She loved it. And now I am moving tomorrow. Back to the Great White North. I was literally just about to say the Great White North, <laughs> and then I questioned, I was like, is that what the phrase is? <laughs> it is the phrase. I'm, I I would say I'm nervous because there's not a guarantee about my entry into the country. Ooh. Um, but that said, a lot of Americans I know have been successfully crossing if they have leases in the country, which I do. Oh, okay. But that twinge of anxiety is there. Yeah. Um, so I've got my suitcases mostly I've got my documents printed, but that's kind of what's big in my life right now. I'm moving out, moving on, baby. That's the phrase I said I wouldn't say. <laughs> <laughs> moving out and moving on, baby. baby. And that is what we are here to talk about today. Moving, moving out, moving on, baby. Yeah. So I think we can start by kind of talking a bit about how our, our different approaches to moving, our styles. Yeah. I'm definitely a list maker. Right. I'm not really specific about, you know, the mm-hmm. list. I'm not attached to it, but I definitely like making the list mm-hmm. ahead of time. At least, not maybe not for every little item, but for the things I want to make sure I don't forget. That I'm like, oh, that's a thing I could very easily forget. Mm-hmm. Are you a list writer? No. <laughs> I'm shocked. I, Is there a mental list? There's, a, there's definitely a mental list. Some things I'm so on top of, mm-hmm. but others just completely fall to the wayside. Yeah. For instance, did I get my eye prescription renewed? No. Did I have to call Target Optical and literally beg them to give me contacts? Yes. Did I remember to renew my license? No. But you did it. That was last minute. That was... <laughs> but it got done. It got done. So while I've remembered lots of, you know, little things like just random things that I know I'll need but I could have easily forgotten, yeah. that's done. It's the big things like do I have a functional license that yeah. kind of slipped through the cracks. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm just remembering when we were discussing packing when you were first going to be a uh-huh. freshman because I'm a year ahead of you. Mm-hmm. I had, had done a freshman move-in before you know, the previous year. And I remember you, we were discussing 
like what you really do need to bring Mm -hmm. and you were talking to me about the different clothes you were gonna bring and I was like Natalie you're moving to Canada why are you making it such a priority to bring so many warm weather clothes did I do that I don't think you ended (laughs) up packing them but you were talking about like moving your whole closet and I was like that's not necessary because I went to Boston and I barely wore those things I was gonna say in hindsight I've got a month of t-shirt weather there before it's ice storm and the other thing that you told me it was really important was that you were like definitely need fall decor oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) so I feel like the priorities of of course (laughs) of what we pack and like what we make sure we want to bring with us Mm -hmm. are very different totally like Like, the first thing you would pack was be a dress you might not wear but that you really like Look at that red dress in my suitcase now. Where do you think I'm going to wear that to? But I really like it. <laughs> you just got to have it with you. My, in my suitcase, too, beneath all of this, this is full of food. There's the hot sauce bottle you can see that's <laughs> wrapped there. I've got, I've got every type of spice and seasoning in can here. Can you bring food like that? Usually, why not? It's not perishable. Well, it is in a real way, but, you know, it's not like it's a fruit my mom got so worried once that she, like, was bringing an apple from California to Hawaii. And that reminds me of a story when I got stopped <laughs> by the Canadian Border Services because of that tangerine I left in my bag that I had completely forgotten about. And so I was, there are uh, issues with bringing food across if borders. It's, if it's a fresh, it's, if it's fresh, if it, you can't bring meat, you can't bring fruit or vegetables, cheese, dairy. But all the hot sauce you want. Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I remember I had this tangerine and I was at the customs point and the officer was like, you got any, you know, you got any food? And I was like, I've got some snacks. Yeah. He's like, okay, what what snacks do you have? And I'm like, granola bar, cereal. Oh, geez. I got an orange in my back too. (laughs) And... This is the point where it's, like, too late to have those types of things. You should have thrown them away a while ago. And so he's like, all right, well, follow me, ma'am. And I was taken to a little room where I had to wait for, like, an hour to be seen by some man to explain why I was bringing fruit into the country. And I was like, sir, I just totally forgot that I had this. It's vitamin C. My mommy (laughs) packed it for me. I had a cold, and then he opened up a drawer full of apples and oranges and was like, you're not the first person to say that to me. But he didn't make me pay the fine. Oh, that's nice. Because I looked probably really upset, and I was like, I'm just a student. I'm forgetful. I'm so sorry. And he's like, at least you were honest. And then we talked about restaurants in the city, and I left. So, all in all, not a terrible interaction with Border Control. Not a terrible interaction. (laughs) I was scared at the beginning, but yeah. For someone who loves the phrase federal aviation regulation (laughs) so much, you weren't following it. I was not following federal aviation regulation. Your experience moving out of your freshman dorm, I think you've called that experience (laughs) (laughs) ma'am-inducing. It was just really crazy because my, I actually, that was like the one time I didn't fly Mm -hmm. home. But I was putting a bunch of my stuff in a storage unit. Mm -hmm. My dad had come to help me move out. So I had packed up a bunch of my stuff before I was actually going to get leave, Mm -hmm. before I was actually going to move out. So I basically spent one night with, like, a suitcase and a pillow and, like, the equivalent of, like, a sleeping bag because I packed up all Mm -hmm. of my bulky bedding and anything I didn't need for that one night. 
and he took all of that to a storage unit, and I had to get up and go give a presentation in the morning, no. a group presentation, <laughs> a classic at my institution, the group right. presentation final. <laughs> I got up that morning, and I, like, barely had a voice. Oof. My dad called me to, like, double-check what time he, I, he should come pick me up, and I could barely, I said, oh, oh, and he said, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Those were his first words to me. That sounds bad, and I, like, could not. Basically, I had to hang up, hang up the phone and text him because uh-huh. I could not speak. And I took um, cold medicine because I felt so sick. But I did not eat enough on it, so I mm-hmm. felt even worse. So we met in the morning and we were going to practice. Mm-hmm. And I was having my team members practice the portions I was supposed to say. Oh. Because I was like, my voice isn't going to come back in two hours. It. No. So they all of a sudden had to divide up my parts for all of them. And we went to our presentation, and all I did basically was, like, click the slides. <laughs> and I, like, went up to the – we had technically, we had two professors for this class because it was kind of a weird setup. So I went up to, the, to one of them, and this class had, like, really strict rules about, mm-hmm. like, missing exams and all of this stuff. So I was like, oh, God, I'm, like, basically not doing my final yeah. in any sort of visible way. Like, right. yes, I can say I helped write the paper and stuff, but they are not seeing any of mm-hmm. that. Um, and I basically, like, croaked out, like, I'm really sick. Can my teammates do my part? And she was like, oh, of course. <laughs> um, and the rule was that you were supposed to stay. Oh, I'm just remembering that I also was really sick when we were supposed to take the midterm in this class. Ooh, so this prof is like... I'm sure mm. that they thought, which, like, I don't really get right that type of sick a lot, um... So I felt like I was cursed, even though I really liked this That's class. That's bad luck. I really liked this class. Yeah. I really liked my group, but mm-hmm. I just, like, was cursed for this class. Oof. But it was my, the midterm that morning. I woke up mm-hmm. in the middle of the night sick, At the went to the campus health, and they were like, do not even walk up to your professor's office <laughs> to ask if you can have an extension on the midterm. Like, you just need to email them and go to bed. We were supposed to stay and see all the other teams present. Mm-hmm. And this was the day, I think I hinted at this last time, that I went to see a musical on Broadway with my dad for the first time. No. New York and Boston are, like, four hours apart. Like, and that's, like, good situation for On your, like, sick moving out days when you went to see... Waitress, yes. Well. (laughs) (laughs) It was a day. Um, We've completely lost the thread of moving, but I'll just wrap up this story. (laughs) We were supposed to stay and watch all the other presentations, and I was like, well, I don't want to do that. And it, this was the only thing holding me back from getting into the car to mm-hmm. start driving and right. hopefully avoid traffic. So after we went, I think we were third out of five, I just, like, went up to the professor and was like, I'm really sick. Like, we just finished. Is it okay if I leave? And she was like, oh, of course. Feel better. Have a good mm-hmm. summer. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. So I went back to my table and I was like, sorry, team, I'm out. <laughs> and I texted my dad and I was like, be ready. I'm coming outside. And he picked me up and we went... And that is my freshman move out story. I, um, I'm, I'm remembering, I think, well, my freshman move out experience wasn't, I really, you had reminded me of ridiculous things my mother was doing the entire time. And my, for context, my mom is someone that understands that rules and regulations exist, but also thinks she's very much able to bend them <laughs> according to her own needs. And I just can't remember what she was doing, but she had, like, walked into my dorm during the time that wasn't scheduled for move-out. And I really remember her chatting with the front desk man and being like, 
can you help me make this easier? And was trying to <laughs> pay him for these boxes and was like, if I gave you money, can my daughter store more boxes than necessary in the basement of this building over the summer? <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, I did. Um, she got results. She got results. And then when I had to move out, we had to put those boxes on like little dollies and wheel them through the streets of the city. <laughs> to get them to my apartment, which was not a good look. My I, that that's minor though in comparison to my sophomore year move out. Yeah. Um I don't know what I was thinking. I understood my flight was early. I did not understand I had to be at the airport by four in the morning. Okay. I think that somehow got lost in my head. Yeah. And I had had I packed in a way, yes. In it seems much, like more in a much more real in way. In a much no. more real way, no. <laughs> and um, I I remember going out with by going out with a friend. I just mean that she picked me up with another. There's friend. There's a man on a Segway outside. Oh my god! <laughs> it is my dream to go on a Segway tour and like feel like I'm Paul Blart Mall Cop. <laughs> <laughs> you should talk to that guy. <laughs> he can explain the feeling. Um, Anyways. Yeah, so she had take she had picked me up with another one of our friends, and we had went to an escape room. Her oh. boyfriend booked an escape room for us. It's Those 11, are fun. It's 11.30 p.m., by the way. I would be too tired to have real functioning thought in an escape room. Even on my best stupid o'clock nights an escape room. <laughs> I want to like, clarify that I was completely useless. Um, I just kind of stood around and was like, you got that clue yet? But we're in the escape room. It takes an hour. It's 1230, okay? Um, we're just messing around now. Like, we're not really doing anything. We're talking. We're sitting in the parking lot. Yeah. It's, it's one. It's one o'clock now. And I'm kind of reflecting on what my travel plans have to be for the next day. When I arrived at the conclusion that I actually have to leave at 4 a.m. So mm-hmm. now starts the time when I look at my friend and I'm like, you got to get me back. I'm I'm 45 minutes outside of the city right now, where we are. Oh. So she drives me back. It's, you know, 1.45.2. I wouldn't call what I did at this point packing. But <laughs> I took items I saw, put them in suitcase closed suitcase. I I did not have a lot of things I needed that summer. Yeah. Um well cuz you weren't moving everything out of this apartment. No, just thing just things just for the coming summer. Back for the work summer. clothes. I was like if it you know if it looks like something I might need, I guess I'll just take it. Yeah. So then I another friend had to leave in the morning and I texted her and I'm like, "Hey, you want to split an Uber to the airport?" Sure. We split our Uber. We get an Uber. She's got her cat. The cat immediately begins <laughs> peeing. <laughs> Has the cat explicitly peed on me? Well, it's on my clothes. <laughs> um, and I... The cat wasn't in a carrier? The cat was in a carrier, but it had, like, leaked. Like, oh! It was... And, and I hate... The I worst can't. part is that the driver didn't know. Like, the driver didn't smell it or I figure, think that's the best part, because you could have really gotten burned. We could burned. have really gotten burned, but... Your friend's going to get banned from Uber. I know, and cat so... Cat pee is really hard to get the smell <laughs> out of. And... You know, there I am, and we get to the airport, it's four in the morning, I look like a disaster. I had slept for a good 30, 45 minutes before this, but... When? In the cab? No, in between packing and getting up and moving. (laughs) (laughs) 
getting up. <laughs> like you ever got down. I didn't. I didn't even sleep in a bed. I remember just sleeping by like the door on the couch and was like, I've got to be ready to go. Oh my um, god. So I arrived to the airport. I look like a disaster. I smell like a disaster too because I've oh. been running around all day, all night in there. And there's cat pee on you. There's cat pee on me. <laughs> and I remember like the guards looking at me there and people just could tell something was up and obviously I smelled really bad. I smelled like cat pee. But, you know, I got home safely. That's what matters. Yeah. I actually immediately after that flight was supposed to go help with debate with our old debate coach. We know each other through debate. Yeah. Um, and I texted him and was like, for reasons I can't disclose to you, I need to stop home and take a shower and I'll be right on my way. You were supposed to originally go from the airport directly to this event. Yeah. Why? I don't, it just, ma'am, you know, because it's just something I would do. But, like, ma'am, what is this plan? Oh, there isn't a plan. There wasn't Sorry, one. I answered my own question. So then I just called a friend and was like, hey. So, like, for various reasons, um, I got a shower, drop off my stuff. Can you bring me to debate after? Yeah. And that's what I did on, you know, 30 minutes of sleep. And um, that was my experience moving home sophomore year. That's too much. It was horrible. <laughs> it was a bad time. I don't want to ask, but I need to ask. Sure. Did you change your clothes at the airport? No. <laughs> no, I didn't. Did you have... An outfit you could have changed no. into. <laughs> no, okay, I didn't. it was in the checked bag. Okay, that's just what I'm gonna have to tell myself. <laughs> it was in the checked bag. Who knows what was in my carry-on? Probably nothing real. Let me tell you, real. if there was animal urine on me, <laughs> <laughs> I would, especially from not my own animal. Right. I would have bought. Any clothes I could find at that airport. At that point, I was like, well, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, it's fine. In hindsight, it wasn't fine, nor was it respectful to my fellow passengers. (laughs) But uh, there we were. So that was last year. The year after was so calm. I feel like I'd really gotten a hang of it. There was no animal urine. Thank (laughs) God. And this year I feel much more ready to go. That's good. You know? But I think it's a season of life where a lot of people are moving right now. Either sure. to back to school, back to their... And then in three weeks they'll go back home. Obviously. Unless they have an apartment and yeah. want to stay there. Um, or even people moving for new jobs right now. It's just mm-hmm. such a such a moment in our lives. Yeah. I feel like. So if the community has stories of their own moving experience. Yeah. We'd love to hear them. I really just can't get over the fact that you had animal urine on you. <laughs> well, I think you just got to find your style. Yeah. Find what works for you. Make sure you've got your license. The last story I'll tell about Valid that. Valid identification is important. <laughs> last story I'll tell today is what happened when I got to the DMV. For, for the fans that don't know, I can legally drive. <laughs> <laughs> that does not mean I should drive. I was in... A couple of bad car accidents a few years ago, and ever since then have basically been terrified of the road. Were they your fault, all of them? One of them was my fault. One of them was not, but... Spooked. Really spooked. Basically, I hate driving more than 10 minutes away, so I Mm -hmm. got my friend to take me to the DMV. We left at 7.30 in the morning, so I can say this is a really terrific friend. We get in the car. It wasn't me. I'll say that. It wasn't Abby. (laughs) We get in the car. It's, you know, 7.30. The DMV opens at 8.30. And we're like, we're going to be there 
early. It's gonna be good. She's letting me out of the car to go. We get in the car. She drops me off at the DMV. The line, horrendous. It's huge. It's 8 a.m. on a Monday. I've heard it's been really bad recently. Yeah, and she's like, Natalie, do you have everything? And I'm like, oh, stop it. Of course I have everything. (laughs) Like, who comes to the DMV not with all their papers? Yeah. About one minute into the line. (laughs) I'm like narrator. She did not have everything. <laughs> Record scratch. You might be wondering how I found myself here. Yeah. I text her and I'm like, I do not have everything. Oh, she left you at the DMV. No, she was waiting in the parking lot. Oh, I see. I see. So you were inside. Yeah. I'm like, not. I've got my passport. I've got my, you know, my license. What I'm missing is a proof of residence, which is a lot more difficult to just have on hand. Okay. And I'm. So was that like mail or something? It mail attacks form something to that effect so I scramble and I call my mom to get my mom to get me our mobile banking username and password (laughs) she'd recently changed it I get a bank statement I send it to my friend and I'm like you gotta move fast (laughs) because I somehow was the second in line like even though I was not the actual second in line my number ended up being two when they handed us our little sheets oh in a strange turn of events that doesn't seem legit. something was wrong so i have my number i'm like i'm second in line she's at an office max then she's at a fedex and she's trying to get this printed for me long story short she's got to drive all over the town gets the thing printed it's the sketchiest bank statement in the world it looks like i wrote it myself <laughs> put it in courier font and printed it um i'm inside i'm next in line and she's like I'm here. And at this point, the lady's like, ma'am, you can go to, you know, number nine. And I turned and was like, my friend is outside. She's got my proof of residence. I have forgotten it. Can I go outside? Can, can I get it? Is there time for me? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> she's like, whatever. <laughs> it meant yeah. that I could run outside and run back in. The, you know, lady at the DMV looked at the paper and was like, this is, you know, quite the bank statement. <laughs> like, please. I promise it's real. But I got it. I got it sorted. That's good. At the end, those take a little while to get mailed. A new yeah, ID. Yeah, they do. So, do you just have a paper ID right now? Uh huh. <laughs> so they're gonna mail your ID to this to your residence here, and then my mom is gonna mail it to me. Oh, okay. Which she's excited for. But I got other things. I gotta get mailed like a retainer. So. Oh, okay. My dog needs a retainer. Oh, <laughs> ew. But I feel like that's kind of all we, we you know, wanted to touch on yeah. for today in terms of moving. Moving. It's on the mind. It's on the mind. And wherever, if you're listening and you're moving, we personally wish you well. We hope it goes well. I, for I for one, know one of my friends is currently quarantining because she's in the process oh, of moving. Oh, okay. So, I hope she's listening to this during quarantine. You know who you are. Hey. <laughs> Shout out. We have to figure out how we're going to close these. Last time was really abrupt, and I'll take the heat for that. I'm working on, <laughs> I'm working on the editing skills. Here's the problem is that there's some free music on the service that we use. Right. And the ones that I like the most mm-hmm. are all short, so okay. they feel very abrupt. Okay. And it just feels like it's hard to get the right vibe in the music that's a little longer. Yeah, I want, I want something that fades into the background. Like yeah. Like Phineas and Claudia have. <laughs> You just want what Phineas and Gladia have. I in, in a lot of ways. ways. <laughs> I want that. I think I'm just gonna never listen to any of it because mm-hmm. I'll know enough if you just tell me everything about it. I can it. give you all the details. 
So those are our thoughts right now on moving. I don't have any specific plans to move anytime soon. Mm-hmm. So if I if that changes, maybe we'll revisit moving. But yeah. we're probably going to be moving on <laughs> to new topics. So thanks for listening. And have a, have a great week. Yeah, have a you really are. great week wherever you are. Bye-bye now. <laughs> Not that. <laughs> you know what? We can just let this part fade to the background. <laughs> Bye.